What a big thanks there to Evelyn Dongwani for the news at the top of the hour. Whew. I mean, I just listened to that clip that we played now, and that's the beauty about uh, MSWs that uh, we, we never forget. And I'm sure it also brought back memories as well to Brighton when he heard that. And it's always very sad when you hear that a footballer uh, who's had to call time on his career prematurely uh, simply because due to an injury of some sort. Uh, we've seen a couple of such cases here in South African football over the years. And unfortunately for him, I mean, he's become the latest victim of that wicked fate and might have to hang up his gloves. And what we hear is that he sustained an eye injury in the most bizarre way at training. He'll tell us a bit more detail shortly. And what we're hoping and praying for is that there is possibly something that can still be done to save his career. At only, what, 30 years old now, Ooh, Brighton, uh, he still has got many seasons to play as a goalkeeper. And it would be very tragic indeed if the country would be robbed of his talent at such a tender age. He's the TTM goalkeeper right now. Brighton Mklongo, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Marawa, and good evening to, to your listeners as well. Thank you for this opportunity. When you heard the clip that we played a short while ago, what was going through your mind? Because it says a lot about what we are about to chat about now. Yeah, it, it, it's a touchy moment for me because um, not so long ago, I think a couple of days back, he phoned me to, to remind me that, I mean, I was the first one to call him when I had, in, I, I had the news about, you know, his injury and his premature retirement, you know, and I was the one giving him the words of support and encouragement because we've come a long way together, you know. So when he reminded me that, brought me to tears, you know, but I I took strength in that and now hearing this clip, you know, it, it does, you know, give me some sort of comfort and solace, you know, to to just chin up and believe that I'm not alone in this and the love and support that's out there has been magnificent, you know. So yeah, that's basically that actually. Yeah. And with the accompanying song by Tupac, it basically says, keep your head up, keep your chin up, keep the faith going. And that's where we want you to be. You might be repeating a story, but it might be the first time for many of our listeners across the country, the world, as well as the continent. In, in terms of describing this latest event and the setback that you've had, Brighton, at training, and then the next thing you're not being able to see properly, what led to it? What were the actual details? Yeah, look, everything happened very fast because um, we, we were training and then we stayed behind to do, I mean, extra training. So while we stayed behind, um, we were playing small-sided games. So it was a cutback cross, uh, across goal. So I tried to shuffle across quickly only to find that... Um, my colleague, uh, Holmes, my dear friend as well, I played with it with uh, Farai Matanaga. He just connected a full plus shot, you know, from point blank. And then I had no time to react or anything, just went straight to the eye. And that's all I can remember at that moment. And the next thing, my vision just got blurred. And I thought oh, it's something that I can wash off with the water and just, I mean, you know, magic sprays and all of that. But um, at that moment,
moment, I thought ah, it's just one of those because, I mean, as a goalkeeper, you do take blows time and again. I mean, it wasn't my first time taking a blow and all of that, you know. But the way it was so severe, after a long while, I realized that, look, I'm not getting any better during that moment. And the vision is still the same where it's being played. And I'm getting, I'm slowly getting a blackout and all of that. And the headaches were severe. It was more like a concussion, to be honest, because I, I, I just couldn't understand what was going on at that moment as well. So I kind of lost my mind a bit. And then that's when I, I notified the physio. And I mean, even the physios, I mean, even all the teams that I played for, they'll tell you, I'm not one who always goes to the physios and so forth. So when I went to him, he knew that something was serious. And from that moment on, that's when he decided that I wanted to go to the doctor and went to the doctor. When I got to the doctor, apparently when he checked, it was, it was still, because it was still painful, but it wasn't swollen on the outside or anything. I didn't have any blood eye or anything. So he told me that um, he thinks that it's some internal injuries. It's still swelling on the inside, and he's worried that I don't get um, any internal bleeding or anything. Therefore, I should come back again the next day. You know, that's when I got an injection to ease up the pain and the swelling as well. So the next day when I woke up, still the same thing. You know, and what's even worse, what scared me the most was that as soon as I I walked out of the house. The sunlight was just severe on my eyes, and the pain was just unbearable. That's when I went back to the doctor. When he got there, he told me that, look, I'm just worried. There's certain things that I'm seeing that are what's happening there. So I'm going to refer you to an ophthalmologist that you're going to see at um, Poluso Medcare Hospital. I went there, and then straight right away, when I saw the ophthalmologist, we did so many scans and tests and all of that. And flat up, that's when she said, look, this is bad. It's not looking good. Your retina is affected and you have a macular hole. It's, it's really bad. So if you continue playing football and all of that, any contact sport, if you get any concussion-related injury, you're running a risk of, you know, getting um, brain damage or or permanent detachment, you know, from the thing. So, yeah, but for me, I mean, imagine you going to just a regular injury, injury checkup only to get then hear such news. You're thinking, no, this this must be wrong. She's just crazy or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, look, um, this can't be happening. This really can't be happening. So I'll have to, to go back to Jovic. I'll find... I mean, the best uh, doctors that I can find, and I will take it from there, you know. And, yeah, I I did consult, like, a couple of them, if not to be quite exact, I think five or seven, somewhere there, you know. And, um, unfortunately, it was, it was the same results. And, I mean, my last report that I went for, my medical report, I ended up going to uh, Retina uh, Eye Surgery Center and Bears Nodier. And when I got there, we did some tests and scans, all the due diligence that were needed to be done. And well, Dr. Sandra told me straight that, look, um, not even an operation can restore your 100% vision. Right now, we're trying to preserve your eye. That's the most important thing that can be done. But um, what, what, what gave me 
courage is that look um you we're gonna try you're probably gonna have to get four operations that you need to do, but like I said, it's all about preserving the eye as opposed to getting your full vision back to where it was you know and then obviously, as the South African law um you know that we cannot um declare anything as yet we'll we'll see all the options that we we can explore, but this is what it is um you rather hear it from me than hearing it from someone else or me not telling you the truth you know so as for you playing professional football it's it's kind of you know it's, it's we don't see anything happening as yet so yeah in a nutshell that's 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 basically what what I've been going through for this past month because this is something that happened sometime in last month you know? so so we tried like I tried to to keep it in I tried to yeah uh, yeah, yeah oh, I tried that's to a difficult to, moment to, eh? yeah 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 so I tried to 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 keep it in and just try and explore and just you know consult all the medical expertise that I can get and see how it goes you know so it's just um and I wouldn't say unfortunate how it came out because I wouldn't blame the coach as well because mm-hmm. the I, the initial the initial idea was that look after exhausting all our options um we're probably gonna have to consult with the the team gonna have to consult with the PSL as well and see how we're gonna go about dealing with this issue as opposed to just coming out and just putting it out there you know without any consultations with the major stakeholders as well irrespective of the fact that um it's about my livelihood and everything, but I still I'm still contracted to the team, and I'm still a South African footballer in a professional league, which procedure needs to be followed. So um, I wouldn't blame the coach as well. I mean, I really appreciate the kind words because it came from a good heart. It came from good intentions when he mentioned it um, after the game, because um, even the guys didn't know anything about it. Um, um they didn't know anything about it when when it happened, you know. So I thought it, it was only fair of me as well to 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 let my teammates know, especially um during a cup final because when I had to, 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 to give a speech to the guys I just thought this would serve as a motivation to them and everyone just to, to appreciate the gift of life and most importantly as well to 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 appreciate the talent that we're blessed with every single day give you all and everything that we do you know so it 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 obviously came from a good heart and I appreciate that. However I, I thought that I was gonna wait for a proper platform whereby we're gonna have a joint release press conference statement of the team. But yeah. I mean, so it happened, and we we can't take it back now. We just have to deal with with what what we're dealing with the way the best possible way we can. Mm. You know, the, you know, the nice thing about all of this is in the midst of the sad story that you tell, and I can tell from your voice as well, Brighton, 
how it's affected you as it should anybody who is in your position is just as I was going on air and as he normally does because we, we've got regular listeners here who are professionals who are doctors who are all types of people uh, but Dr. Nzoko was very frank with me in saying that he had a conversation with you on Monday um, and that he was able to maybe garner some of your your scans. And from what he can see, I mean, you've described the whole mucular hole that is there, which is the diagnosis that you do have. And I think his advice is that you give it, and I know it's a long period of time, but it's a long period of time that has hope at the end of it. So he was saying that let it, within a space of six to 18 months, heal itself, right? And then after that year or so, you can operate on it. If it's not completely healed, then you can operate, which then closes the gap of the previous specialist that said even operating is not an option. But according to Dr. Ntoko, he's saying that if you give it that time to heal itself, and then when it's in a position too, then you can. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Um, uh, I did have a, a conversation with him. I mean, one thing that sometimes people want to understand is that at this difficult moment, um, everyone is going to come to you with uh, a whole lot of advices as to mm. how you have to go about with this and um, you'll be out. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to discourage anyone. I'm not trying to take away the help that I'm, I'm, I'm getting from everyone and the support and I really, really appreciate from the bottom of my heart because for me it really means a lot and I truly appreciate let me, it. Let me just ask you to speak back directly into your mouthpiece. Um, Brighton, I am losing you a bit now. Okay, no problem, sorry. Much, yeah, I was much saying, better. Yeah. yeah, I was saying that much as um, I really appreciate the support and the advices that I'm getting from almost everyone, you know, um, we we need to bear in mind that um, there's a psychological effect and that comes with everything, you know, and a whole lot of emotions that come with, with this whole tragic story that has just happened, you know. So, I mean, having had what the, um, all the, the doctors have been saying to me, uh, it started with, with a whole lot of hope, you know, to say, look, I'm going to send you, I'm going to refer you to a certain place, this is what's going to happen, I'm going to do this and that. And only to find that when you get to that place, you keep your, you, you go there with your hopes so high, you know, hoping that uh, the, there is really something that's going to happen. And then only to find that when you get to, to that place, then it's yet another setback, another surprise, which is sad to say, look, um, yeah, we, we've seen your scans and we can try, but there's nothing's happening, you know. I mean, I believe that I went to, like, five different places whereby there was a certain promise, whereby there was a certain hope that this is what's going to happen. And me having uh, having to say this, I'm, I'm definitely not losing hope. Hence, mm-hmm. hence, I'm saying the reason why I have, I've never came out with this, the reason why it's because I, I wanted to, to go about it my way. I wanted to... To, to to exhaust all my options and just keep pushing, you know, without 
any pressure without uh, feeling, you know, some type of way, you know, because emotionally it is draining and it has affected me so much to a point that um, it was just a difficult moment, you know. So now that it's out in the public domain, it's even worse because you you get a whole lot of advices that, and I, I feel like sometimes people might not understand. Since well, maybe it's because of the manner how it came out. People probably think that like I just gave up on it. Um, I just suddenly woke up after the injury and decided that this is it, you know, without having to consider that I've already gone through a whole lot of things that they're already telling me now. I don't know if you get what I mean, Carol. I, 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 hear, you, I hear you, Brighton. Right, no. and, and that that's why I was going to ask you a very direct question now to say, is the final decision that you've retired from football, does that stand? Not, not, not to, to, not to sound any, any diplomatic about it or mm. political about it, but um, based on the medical reports from all the consultations that I've been through, the same answer has been that I cannot continue playing football. However, I'm still going to continue consulting. Right. So... Hence, hence it, it, it takes us back to the whole thing whereby I needed time so that I can it can come out from me mm-hmm. after exhausting all my options, you know. But now that it's out there, we cannot take it back or anything. So yes, as it stands, that's what it is. But we're still exploring other options to see. Hopefully, mm-hmm. by God's miracle, um, I'll get through this and. Hopefully we'll get to to make a U turn or something, but yeah. And I know you will. I, I know you will, Brighton. I'm just coming in simply because of time, and I'm trying to push two very quick things here. I know Shashi, the Orlando Pirates chair lady on Twitter, says that um, his club must take him to Germany. They have the best eye specialists. A friend that regained his sight can attest to all of that. Now, the two things that I was going to ask you. Um, is that are you getting assistance medically? Because you you going through all of these processes, they don't come cheap. They don't come for free. Is the club assisting you in terms of medically? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, to be honest, the club has been fantastic. Um, everyone, my support structure has been has been amazing. You know, um, everyone has been has been there for me. So the team is doing it's mighty as well to to make sure that I'm sorted. I mean, with all the up and downs that I'm doing, the travel expenses and uh, mm-hmm. doctor's consultations and so forth, you know, so but, uh, I really appreciate that, you know, and not only them, but even my teammates and my family, everyone has been there for all my friends as well. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's, it's one of those moments in Europe where I just have, I can't think right now, I just have to keep my head above the water and just keep it going and have that faith, you know. I just have that faith every time. Because the... Sorry, Brighton, I'm going to ask you again to speak directly into your mouthpiece in in the final minute or so. The... I think my fear is that in announcing a total retirement, 
is that it becomes then difficult for, let's say, the club that you're with to continue to pay you because you'd have taken a certain decision as opposed to maybe listening to that advice. And I think some of the examples that were cited is that somebody like Sugar Ray Leonard, the boxer, also suffered something similar. And within a year, yeah. he was able to come back uh, into the ring and fight and regain his full uh, his full vision. Because my understanding is yeah. that you've got about, what, 10% vision right now? Yeah, that's, that's about it. I think it's 15, yeah, somewhere 15, around 10. it. But yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, having said that, Rob, I think it takes us back to, to my statement when I said um, I would have loved that it came out from me in my own way in a very proper platform. And it's unfortunate that it came out from the coach when there was no mm-hmm. any official confirmation from me and the club, you know, which I cannot blame the coach. Like I said, he was, it was coming from a good heart, good intention. And yeah, so for me, that's all saying, I haven't said anything official. Therefore, I'm still, yes, much as medically, the consultations and, and the reports and the advices they are suggesting that that's what it should be. But um, I want to give it some time and, you know, just keep on consulting up until I've exhausted all all revenues. And then that's when, therefore, we're going to come back as a team. And after consulting all the stakeholders as well, that's when we're going to come back as a team, sit down and probably have a press conference, press release, and then we'll take it from there. Please, 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 don't give up. I'm, I'm asking you not to get to that point. If at all it matters to you, Brighton, and I've known you for many years, and I've, yeah. I've told you my opinion about you many years ago, and I still hold that opinion about you. And I want you to not reach any quick conclusion, because behind yeah. the scenes... Already, they are, they are moves that are in place to try yeah. and get you that best health care, that best opinion. I know you've been to about five, six uh, of them before, and they're all telling you the same thing. What I'm asking you to do from me now, in my personal capacity, Thank you so much, Barbara. I really appreciate that. It means a lot. And I appreciate all the support that I've been getting from everyone. It, it, it has been amazing. I mean, it keeps me going. And it shows that um, the humility and, you know, the spirit of Ubuntu out there is still there. And it's, it's, it's really appreciated and highly received. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Dal, trust me, there's always a solution. And it's sad to hear you speak like this because you're the one person that always motivates everybody else. And we're going to chat to you soon because everything links. Your journey is is a journey that not too many people know, whether it's from playing, your tight friendship with the late Senzo Meiwa, the loss of your dad, and how important he was and how he was not able to watch you play in the Soweto Derby when he had been your fan from day one and your support base from day one. Well, there's a lot. And that is why I'm saying that from where I am, let's not give up. But I thank you for being an open, honest individual tonight. Stay strong and have a great evening.
Thank you so much, and thanks to your listeners as well, bro. All right, Brenton Mklonga. Thank you so much indeed. Whew. Yeah. It's, it, it's never easy. It is never easy. They call it, whether it's a freak accident, we've just come out of something that was called a freak accident last week, which ended up in the death of an assistant referee, Sean Olive. Yeah, we've got a freak accident at training. He had stayed behind to do extra training to improve himself, to be a better person. And then he gets an injury to the eye. He has about 10% vision that is there. But the, 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 the beautiful thing about life is about the people that we surround ourselves with. Brighton, stay strong and thank you so much. Ooh, yeah. Let's get a bit of a lift. In many ways, Bosano Justice used to lift a lot of weights. I don't know if he still does. I know Ayabong Atawi lifts a lot of books <laughs> and reads it.